Hello and welcome to the Mindful Man Project. This is where we discuss all the issues and pieces of the puzzle that is mental health. We look at the things in life that get people down or create anxiety in their life and hopefully give some guidance on how to become a modern mindful man or woman. I am your host, Tyson Venables. On today's episode, we have Steve Buckler. He is a serial entrepreneur, uh, father, been through his own shares of ups and downs, but overall an awesome dude and offers up some sage advice throughout the episode. So strap yourself in and uh, have a listen. Good afternoon, guys. We're here today with Steve Buckler, uh, one of my mates from Elwood. He is a bit of a businessman, been through a bit of a, a journey himself. Um, welcome, Steve. Thank you. Good to be here. Just to get started, just can you tell us a bit about yourself and what you've been up to, what you do for you? Yep. So uh, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur as a as a business guy. So I've uh, I think I'm onto my fifth company now since I was um, 18 years old. As a bit of a background, basically went to uni, did international trade. Out of that, I went straight into FMCG and brand management and marketing. Oh, I love it, yep. And then um, moved into running some bigger businesses within Australia and yep. then ended up getting off the bench and starting my own things. And now I'm currently running three companies. How good. That sounds like a busy busy lifestyle. Yeah, look, uh, it is and it isn't. Um, one of the things that, that I really do focus on is making sure that my companies run themselves. That's so good. within those companies, I have management teams. Um, who who generally run things day to day? Yeah. Because I'm always about making sure I've got some freedom. Yeah, that's what you want—that balance. Yeah, correct. So, um, what it means is I actually get to work on the stuff that I now want to work on. Yeah, and what's that? Uh, look, I think that you have to find balance in life. I think that there's a time to hustle, and there's a time to also, you know, reflect and to obviously enjoy yourself. And you know, you've only got one life, so you know, there's lots of passions that I have. Um, make sure that I take care of myself physically. Make sure that I have a lot of fun, travel the world, see things. So, But also, I really get a kick out of making thoughts become things. Yeah. It's been one of my biggest manifesting things in my life. So these companies for me are really about, you know, one of them in particular um, was it, you know, an idea as I was flying on a plane three years ago to Thailand and now it's been shortlisted with that's the Telstra awesome. Business Awards. So. so, yeah, that's that's big. So that's, Yeah. And that was just like... So did you have pain points and fear points uh, like when you first decided to start that thing? Was like there was something that kind of held you back or you just dove straight in? Are you one of those type of people? No, I mean, look, that particular company um, has a big story behind it because what actually happened was is in 2014, I split from my wife and it was quite abrupt. I wasn't sort of expecting it to happen. And then uh, around, and we owned a company together. And around two years later, um, she obviously decided that that wasn't going to work anymore. But rather than consulting me, uh, I walked into the office one day, and two security guards met me, and I was um, summarily thrown out of my own company and lost the entire thing in literally ten minutes. Wow! Um, And that was a big, big uh, business. which then ultimately led to a Supreme Court battle. So deciding to start again from scratch was was a big, big deal. Absolutely. Like, from 
taking going from something so big and then to nothing and then to be able to start again and to now where you're getting to with the business awards is like it's amazing it must have been such a big journey for yourself to get to the point yeah and look it was and there was trauma you know like it wasn't i've started companies you know before but this one had like full ptsd sort of trauma you know like it was you know there was betrayal there was loss there was well, my confidence was shot i mean um, I actually took off and, and got out of town. I flew to Thailand mm. um, with a mate of mine because I just needed to... I was, I was having panic attacks yeah. like as I was walking down the street. I can imagine. Um, so, uh, you know, I built a lifestyle up around obviously a company that, that made a lot of money and, and that literally vanished overnight. So I was divesting, I was selling stuff. I was, you know, I was trying to get out of my house. I was like, it was just, it was panic stations. Yeah, it was um, recording the record. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So um, went to Thailand and and yeah, I had this vivid um, experience where we were staying in, in this hotel and it was at the bottom of this like massive hill, right? Like it must have been like some sort of volcano or something. But I, I remember standing at the bottom, looking up, going, "Jesus, you know, like I was up there and now I'm down here." And and can I actually do it again? Yeah. Like, do I actually have it in me? And I was full of fear, totally full of self-doubt, you know, uh, in my mind, 100%, I was like, I'm never going to get a client again, I'm never going to work again, it was dark, it's like I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't getting out of bed, um, and meanwhile, I'm trying to fight this legal battle, and like, I had money going out the door, like, day after day, and like, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah, um, so insane. yeah, to answer your question, in a long way, yeah, there was tons of, of fear and self-doubt with that. Yeah. So, um, you know, the way that I, I, I guess, overcame that was I really started to, to not look at what was in front of me because it was too hard, right? Mm. It was like, it was like the road was too long. So instead... Yeah, that, that tunnel, that light at the end of the tunnel was a speck kind yeah, of situation. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, so instead, I just started to visualize the end and I know it sounds like counterintuitive, right? Because it's like, why would you think about the end when like there's so many things that have to happen? But I started to really tune into what the it felt like for this company being massive. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I remember I was on this on this flight, and I just wrote on the on the top of the page the word next, um, and. It was weird. I don't know where it came from. And a lot of people have asked me, oh, you know, did you call it Next because Steve Jobs called his company Next after he left? And I was like, I know, I didn't even correlate that he got thrown out of his company and he called his new company Next. And I got thrown out of my company and I called my new company Next. <laughs> just a coincidence. It, it was just, the, I was actually sitting there on the plane going, what's next? What's next? And I just went, wow, Next is cool. Plus, I love the X. Yeah. Uh, it's the coolest letter in the alphabet, right? I obviously like X-Men. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I just started to tune into the feeling of it. And, 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 and I got a logo made up and then I would, I would spend a lot of time. It sounds very artsy, but I would spend a lot of time playing really empowering music and looking at the logo. And it, I got into the feeling of what this was going to be like when it was huge. Yeah, and I stopped amazing. focusing on how will it be huge. The road to, yeah. 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 I just went, you know what? It, I'll work it out. I've done it before. Something will, will you know, it, as long as my intention is right and as long as I know where I'm going, 
the doors and you know the path will be there yeah and it was very much trust absolutely yeah that it's ultimate trust really like you're throwing yourself back into the fire and yeah yeah that's one of the biggest things that I, I i love about that point where you've come from nothing like you go back to the absolute bottom and then it's like that lotus flower rising out of the shit storm because it's out of that muddy dirt murky depths until it becomes like this awesome flower and yeah that's a pretty cool story like next is like that what's next is like is always somewhat people are always kind of looking for they're like well they finish something and they'll go well what's next and that's a pretty cool that's a pretty powerful name to name your company i feel like yeah yeah well now now they're all called next because because that one is a facilities management company so it was next facilities management and now i've got a structural engineering company which is called next engineering and now i've got a geotechnical engineering company which is called next geotech right but it's good because like the culture of the company is in the name Hmm. so continuous improvement you know, it's constantly, you know, innovation, everything about the business is about next. What can we do next to improve? What can we do next to improve our clients? What can we do next to improve ourselves? Yeah. Um, so it's right there, which is nice. That's so good. And so from that, um, we had a little bit of a discussion when we went for dinner one night, how um, PTs and people in the health and wellness industry generally kind of have this little bit of a tendency to just like live paycheck to paycheck and not be able to pay bills or not be able to pay their um, taxes on it like properly or they're always on a payment plan or not even just self-worth wise and getting paid what they should be getting paid. From a guy who's obviously now running three successful companies, do you see a way for those people to kind of start to implement some of the stuff that you you know and you do into what, the way they can kind of do their business? Yeah, 100%. Um, so if I break that down into two primary components, right? The Whenever anyone comes to me for business consulting, which I will often do for people, the first thing I start with is the psychology of wealth and success, right? And you cannot underestimate how important this is to the success of your business, right? And what I mean by that is, I remember before all this shit happened to me in 2016, someone said to me, I can't remember who, but they said, you know, a wealthy person, you can take all their money away and they'll have it back in three years. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can take a poor person and give them a shitload of money and they'll lose it all within three years, right? Yeah. And I used to kind of get it, you know, sort of get it, whatever. But this experience made me live it, right? Yeah. And it was true because I got left with like zip. And in three years, my new company, um, just one of them, makes more than my other company did after nine years. Yeah, right. right? So it literally happened to be. And so when people were asking me about it, I'm like, how is that? How, how was I able to do that? And the bottom line is, is that the first thing that anyone has to be able to do is to have their psychology aligned with success and wealth, right? If you have, everyone's got beliefs, right? Yeah. And if you have a belief that you're not a wealthy guy, right, then it doesn't matter what happens, 
you're never going to be a wealthy guy, mm. right? Because it's just not in you because yeah. it's not a belief that you have, yeah. right? Yeah. So the first thing you have to do is to modify that, right? And I know this, you know, when it comes to my fitness, right? That's always been one of the areas that I was always shitty in. Yeah. And it was just, I ne- I said, oh, I'm, I'm not the fit guy, I'm not the fit guy. And then one day I was like, you know what? I, I can be the fit guy. Yeah. And I will be the fit guy. And then bit by bit, you take steps forward and yeah. ultimately people start going, oh, you're looking trim and you become the fit yeah, guy, like right? You, yeah, like since the last time we seen each other, you, yeah, you're looking a lot better than what you were last time and you've obviously made those steps to... Correct, yeah. right? So if the first thing people have to do is to do like a self-assessment on what is your relationship to money and to success, right? If you really intrinsically don't feel that you're worthy of it, yet it's just not going to find you, yeah, right? Yeah. The difference, what happened with me is I had already defined myself as a wealthy guy, right? Now, your belief system and your external environment always have to match. That's mm. nature's law, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you believe that you're not wealthy and then a whole lot of money comes in, you will find ways to literally lose that money to make your belief system rematch your external environment. Yeah, literally. That's right? that classic example of people who win lotto. Correct. And, and they lose it all. A year later, they're already yeah. back to where they were. And, and they don't know how. It's like, oh, how do I, you know, they, they manage to, you know, attract in con men or they invest in shitty things. And it's like, they doing things subconsciously to push the money away because they're not worthy of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my case, it was the opposite. You had a guy who felt, I am rich, I didn't have any money, and then in three years, the external reality changed to the belief system to the point where they matched again, right? Yeah. So that's the first thing that I would say to anyone starting out in business. It's you need to have a really good look at the psychology that you have around money and around wealth. And the easiest way for anyone listening to do that, and even for you to do that, is that if I say to you, what does it look like when you have money in your life? Listen to the voice, hmm. right? Listen to the voice that comes up, the one that says, oh, no, no, you can't do that. Or if I say to you, you know, imagine your life as a millionaire and then the voice goes, I couldn't be a millionaire. He could be a millionaire, but I can't be a millionaire. Yeah. You know? Like I was getting a haircut yesterday and um, my fiance has also released a podcast and I was listening to it with um, my hairdresser as she was cutting, right? And we were talking about um, how success and you know how my fiance has has done so well you know with 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 changing her situation right which was predominantly due her hard work as well as you know my guidance with her business and my hairdresser said oh well i could never do that and i was like whoa yeah shit belief system right there yeah Yeah. i'm like keep saying that dude and it's that's how it's going to be now i'm not a I'm not a believer in positive affirmations, right? Because if you say, oh, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, but inside your voice is still saying, no, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not, right? Then all you're doing is refocusing on the fact that you're not. So it's about having a legitimate look at at what it is, looking at those belief systems, then trying to understand how they're playing out in your life, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first one. And that's what I would call, you know, whenever I look at a situation in, in business, I say, is it cultural? Or is it structural, right? Cultural is, is, you know, psychology and culture and that sort of stuff. And structural is stuff that you can actually adjust and fix by making, you know, changes to people or systems or processes. Yeah. 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 So with my business, one of my business partners who I went into with engineering, because, you know, with engineering, 
I needed a business partner because I'm not an engineer, right? It was a really interesting process because when I, when I first joined into business with him, he, we were starting to grow really quickly and I could feel he was sabotaging, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm like, we need to talk about you and money and your concept of worth. And he had a belief system that if he was wealthy, right, that that equaled pain because he was a bad person. Mm. And I said, mate, if you believe that money is evil, you're never going to have it. Yeah, that's right. That- classic thing is like money is the root of all evil but it's not actually the root of all evil if you know how to live into your own values correct yeah. it's intention yeah. right you can you can you can do terrible things with money yeah once you have it or you can do really good things with money yeah. right so in the end it's how you choose to wield it but right we in in his case i said to him you need to make peace with money right mm-hmm. you need to be okay with being wealthy otherwise you're going to find ways to stop what you actually want, mm. right? And the funny thing is, is that people who talk about like, I want to be rich or I want to be wealthy or I want a successful business, it's like you might consciously in your heart want that. But if your ego doesn't believe that you can or mm. if your ego believes that you're not good enough or not worthy enough, then you're going to massive fight on your hands, right? So the yeah. first thing you need to do is get psychological alignment of abundance and success, right? Mm. So I work on people with that. The second part is then the structural thing. As you were saying, you know, they don't pay taxes, they don't do this, they don't do that. And my advice to whether you're a PT or a yoga instructor or a wellness coach or whatever is you need to get a PT, coach, wellness person in relation to money, right? Like the reason that we come to you to train us with our health is because you know everything there is to know about you know personal training yeah, and I yeah. don't right yeah, yeah and the same thing goes the other way it's like you guys never get taught in any co- whether whether you look at primary school high school whether you go into your PT course they don't teach you how to run a company yeah right? exactly yeah they don't teach you sales they don't teach you how to use um, pain and pleasure in the sales process they don't teach you um, you know, how margin creep works or how you can maximize profit or any of that sort of stuff. One of the things that I know how to do in any business is that, yeah, right? Yeah. Which is why, whether it's an engineering company or, um, you know, a recruitment company or my, my fiance's coaching meditation business, I'm able to generate massive results Yeah, is because that's what I know how to do. Yeah, and you understand it. You're a specialist in that field for a reason. And that's Correct. the thing is like, so it's about investment, yeah, right? Absolutely. So, and I know it's hard because you know a lot of the people when they're starting out or if they're listening or if they're struggling in their business, right? It's like, yeah, but Steve, I don't have the money to spend the money on getting the coaching. And to me, that's like I don't have time to stop and fill up with gas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're gonna run out, yeah. which means you're not gonna reach your destination. So it's like suck it up. Make the investment because the investment pays off like 10 times over, mm. right? Yeah. Bit of pain, you know, like it's, it's, and once again, it's that faith, right? It's investing, you're investing in yourself, you're investing in your business, you're investing in your future by not taking shortcuts, you know, at the start, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's funny because, you know, like, I've got so many people in this space and like they'll spend shit tons of money at Lululemon on their yoga gear and, you know, and on their mats and on their this and that. It's like, yeah, okay, but hang on. Like in the end, 
the entire thing that's going to make this thing go round is the business, clothes, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it, it's it's about understanding. You know, how do you how do you rebook clients automatically? How can you upsell into packages? How can you? But also making sure that you're doing it with integrity, yeah, right? Yeah, and authentically. Like yeah. I'm not into ripping people off ever. Yeah. Um, but you have an obligation, right? Especially in the in the wellness space, right? If if some fat person rocks up, right? And you can see that this person is going to have a very short lifespan if they don't change their ways. I believe you have an obligation to use every tactic in the book to get them to buy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If, you know, conversely to that, if you find somebody who basically is already doing very well and, you know, you would be conning them to, to buy something, well, then you shouldn't, right? Yeah. Um, but there are definite skills, strategies, and 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 systems that you can do to increase the amount of sales that you make. Yeah, and that's what I show people how to do. That's awesome. Yeah, no, and like just even from our chats earlier on and stuff like that, there's you have a wealth of knowledge that people should be able to hear and tap into. And just even sitting here today is like you, you those three nuggets of gold are just yeah, like to start with those and go from there like mindset's one of those biggest things it's like even in training and stuff like that like if your mind isn't on your goal and where you're going to go you mind your body's not going to follow hmm. and it's the same thing in business or and in love or your relationships like if your brain isn't in the space where you want to actually succeed in this relationship you're self-sabotaging the relationship whatever relationship it is it's going to always come down to failure unless you change that mindset so i feel that yeah the same those three points that you've delivered is absolute gold yeah and look the thing is it's so funny when you actually look at people from the outside right like what they what they think they're focused on is not what they're focused on Mm. right and even that simple thing of you if you're chasing wealth you think you're focused on wealth, but you're not. You're yeah. focused on lack because you're trying to run away. You're trying to get out of that from point, being yeah. poor, yeah. right? So you're actually focusing more on the fact that you're poor than on the wealth, right? Mm. Which is why, you know, as I said when I when I launched that business, I just sat in the end result emotion of what I wanted, right? Mm. I didn't want to run away from not having a company. I I, I really tried to tune into what this company felt like right what it looked like what it felt like who were the people that were there how are we serving you know and um and then obviously that linked with my skill set you know we we just sort of pushed through so um it's been a bloody amazing ride but you know like when one of my biggest issues is that i don't i don't allow myself to feel pride right so so this this thing with the the telstra business awards going from over two thousand companies down to the final six it's been really humbling, you know, because yeah, to be yeah. able to do that in two and a half years um, has been awesome. Yeah, and especially that's like a tangible um, result for you as well. You, you can see, okay, well, that's recognition from an outside source going, this business is good, like a, a great business. Whereas like if you were just had a good business and you're like, yeah, it's going well. But you've got someone actually patting you on the back and going cheering for you. It just adds that a little bit of extra pride to it, where like quite often we don't actually get told. Yeah, you're doing a really good job. Like, hundred percent. I mean, you know, the the things, 
you know, I, I know all the different feelings that business owners face. You know, you know, I have frustrating days. I have days when I'm shitty. Um, and, and the bottom line is, is that one of the core values that I, that I live by is the past is not equal to the future, right? Now, I got it from Anthony Robbins when I was young and it stuck with me, but you need it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You have to know that the, yesterday does not equal tomorrow, right? And, and, and you can change it, right? Mm. Um, and I've seen it now so many times. Like, like once again, my, my fiance, right? We, we've tripled her business in 12 months, yeah. right? She was driving all over town to, to make a third of the money. And now she basically makes triple the amount of money and does about a third of the work, yeah. right? One idea that we implemented for her sees her work about one hour a week and it yields well over 60,000 bucks a year, right? Yeah. So... Um, you know, there is, there is a hundred percent value in people having, having a positive belief system that their change is possible. And as I said before, like find the people who can, who can help you You guys aren't alone, Mm. right? Yeah. Like model, you know, if, if, if you've got someone who, you know, who has helped somebody else in your exact shoes do what you want to achieve, right? Like observe the obvious. Go find that person and say, "Do for me what you did for them." Yeah. I mean, that's what we do with PTs, right? We're like, yeah. "Oh, you made that person look hot." So, just if I know that if he does the same thing for me and I do the same thing, I'll get the same outcomes. Yeah, it's the same thing with business. Yeah, exactly. So, that's such a valid point because it's like quite often you just sit there bashing your head against the wall. Like, what am I going to do? It's like, well, that's one thing I've really learned in the last nine months and ten months is like, I can either sit in frustration and try and battle through and do this stuff myself or seek out people who know who are specialists in their field, who have done it before, who have proven the results, who then can then turn that around a lot quicker, which is then me spending a lot less time and valuing my time. Whereas like, oh, you're not getting paid for that 30 hours that you just sat in front of a computer trying to work out how to build a website. Whereas if you spent thousand bucks for a person to sit in 10 hours and build your website and it's now functioning and it's got all the back-end seo and everything running for you it just it's money in the bank eventually like it may not be money in the bank you might have that like you said you take the hit it's like that small like the um, short-term pain for a long-term gain or you can have long-term pain for a short-term gain. <laughs> exactly. So, it's, yeah, it makes so much sense. And that's one thing is like I've really been with myself is being working on changing those patterns and changing those beliefs and those thought systems. And that's one thing I can really hit home with people who are listening as well is like looking at those things, those patterns where you start to think about this keeps happening for me. Let's ask the question, why does it keep happening? And then change that thought process and then that's the stuff that or seek someone out that can start to help change that thought process or help change that place that keeps coming up for you like finances keep dwindling go see a financial advisor go see a relationship counselor or just a counselor in general who can bounce ideas off the wall like that's one thing is also like i find that the the stigma behind counselors and stuff like that where people are don't I'm going to go see a shrink, but it's like that person is someone who's someone outside your circle who can then help you unpack your thoughts 
and go, this is why, have you thought about this? And you're like, aha, the light bulb goes off and you go, okay, cool. Like, let's put this in place. Let's put that in place. And I think that's why where you've come from to where you are now, it's, it's amazing. It's like you've done the work and you know the, the mindset behind it that needs to change. And yeah, I love that. Yeah, 100%. Um, final three questions or final three things. Gonna, we close this with every guest. What three things would you tell your younger self now? So, the first thing I would say to my younger self is that stuff that you think matters doesn't matter, right? So, you know, I, and I and I, I, I talk to my, my current self, right? There'll, there'll be things that happen day to day, you know, and you can't always control stimulus, but you can always control your response. But, um, you know, I think about all the times that I spent um, you know, especially with that, you know, the legal stuff and like how much stress I released into my body and how much self damage I did. And, you know, my grandfather is 108 years old, right? He's 109 in November. That's insane. Now, it's like when you look at a timeline that long, any day is a blip. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And, and, and if you, what I would tell myself is think before you react. And if you're not going to remember this, when you're rocking on your chair at 90, then let it go now, mm. right? So many people hang on to shit for so much longer than they need to, and it's just a weight you don't need to carry. So that's probably one thing I tell my younger self. Um, the second thing I tell my younger self is um, lay off the junk food, because I'm <laughs> dealing with it now, you bastard. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> if I was fitter when I was younger, then I wouldn't have had to go through bloody... Uh, for anyone listening, I'm not like, you know, 600 pound life and like <laughs> can't get out of here without like a forklift. But um, yeah, I'm just currently going through a bit of a health phase to trim now. Um, the third thing I would say to my younger self is um, probably to to listen more than talk. Yeah, it's like um I think, and, and this goes this goes for business and, and, and it goes for life, right? If you, if you can actively listen to somebody and truly connect with someone and, and, and be present and listen, your ability to solve their problems is so much better. So many people are just waiting for their turn to speak, yeah. right? And I've been guilty of it too, you know, and obviously as you, as you get older, I mean, I'm 42 now, right? I've got two young daughters and... Um, you know, I think you start to become a lot more philosophical as you get older, but yeah, just sometimes I just, I even find myself talking and I'm just like, dude, just shut up. Like it doesn't, <laughs> what you're saying doesn't matter. Yeah. And just be quiet. Like, yeah. why do you need to talk? Um, and probably, and, and one last one is, which, which is, which is controversial, right? Yeah. Bit of controversy. In that, yeah. In well, mind. the controversy is this. Is that I've come to the realization, as devastatingly unpleasant as it is, right, that life does not matter. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And that, and that in the end, you know, when you die, you know, there'll be a small group of people who who are deeply affected, and and maybe a few others that are a bit wider. But in the end, you know, we're just people floating on this 
bit of dust in the middle of this cosmos and it really doesn't matter what what you do, right? Yeah. And in some ways it's like frightening that you realise that there is no meaning and no purpose and, and it doesn't matter. But on the other hand, it's actually liberating because it's like, all right, well, if there's if it doesn't matter, then I can go and have a good play with this and have some fun with it. Yeah, right? absolutely, I agree. Yeah, so that's that's the other thing I would t- I would tell my younger self. I would I would deliver that shitty news early, <laughs> and say, you know what? Like it doesn't matter. The stuff that you think matters doesn't matter. Um, that doesn't mean you know go and off yourself. Yeah, it means like relax, relax and, and enjoy it. That's it. Like you know, good, bad. It only matters if you give it meaning. Yeah. Right. Um, so just experience it all like if, if, if stuff stuff if you have a good day if you're having a bad day you know but just try and really hone in on what's important for you as a person and and then make sure that you're building a life that leads you to that yeah love it there you go it's awesome philosophically deep oh my <laughs> <laughs> um for everybody listening at home where can they find you um socials or yeah yeah so so if you want to i put stuff on on instagram in relation to business and just general thoughts so you can follow at steve underscore bookler which is b-u-c-h-l-e-r um that's probably the main one that i use so if anyone's interested um and as i said i do do business consulting if there's people out there who are struggling in business i'm happy to hear from you and to give you an assessment to see if i think i can help which generally i can Awesome. Um, I'll put all of Steve's details in the show notes and we'll... Thanks. No worries. That was awesome. Thank you. You're welcome, dude. Thanks, man. Well, we have some exciting news. Myself and Emma are launching a health and fitness retreat in Janjuk in November. Uh, Three nights of accommodation, yoga, fitness, surfing, and some meditation thrown in. If you want to get involved... Check out the link in the website. There's spaces are limited, so make sure you get in first uh, as we are filling up fast. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. If you like what you heard and want to get all the info, check out the show notes. While you're there, rate and review the show. And one last thing, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Until next time, my friends, continue to look out for each other and continue to lift each other up.